Greetings, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That is me, your host. I am thrilled to be with you today. Very excited to speak with you about one of my favorite, favorite souls ever, Jesus. It's only appropriate as we're moving into Easter. Such a beautiful, special time as we remember what actually occurred so long ago. And I've been hearing songs in my head that I grew up with, the songs that we sang about Jesus as I take my walks outside, as I move about my day through my home. And even during yoga, one of the songs started. I always know that he's near. When I hear one of those songs, it's one way that he can come through, letting you know that he is with you at that very moment, guiding you and supporting you. So I want to talk a little bit today about the many ways that Jesus can show up for you because he can give you signs. I recorded a podcast a while back. It was called The Day I Saw Jesus. And it truly was um, a, I, I couldn't even put it into words. It was such a moving experience. I saw actually his foot in the sandal in the white robe, the bottom of the white robe next to me as I was walking one day when I was asking him to be so close that I could feel him. Little did I know I was actually going to see his physical presence for probably two seconds. But that was enough. That was enough to just be flooded with so much love. And it's a feeling that it you honestly can't describe it. You have to feel it. You have to experience it. And I remember just beginning to cry as soon as I saw him and feeling that, that just infusion of unconditional love. I just started crying in a, in a beautiful way. So Jesus comes to me in a few different ways. One way that he shows up is I find crosses everywhere. I see them everywhere, just as I do hearts. So I might see them, well, just for instance, looking across the way from the second floor of my home, I can look across the river and there's duplexes, I guess that's what they're called, or condos or whatever, on the other side of the river. And I remember, you know, looking out that window as I get ready every morning off the bathroom window and seeing those duplexes every day, probably for about hmm, seven years, perhaps, maybe seven years. And then one morning realizing when I started feeling and sensing Jesus coming into work with me, and I mean, I was asking him to, but he truly was making himself known. I remember about that time looking out the window across at those duplexes again and seeing the second floor window of the one that I looked directly across to, the, the what do you call it, the framing, the framing of the window or the dividers in the window made a perfect cross. And that's the first day I had ever noticed it. From that day on, I started finding crosses everywhere whether it's walking outside and seeing two little sticks, you know, crossed exactly like that. I even did a, um, a reading today for a young man, one of my favorite people in the world, Mr. Aiden. He might even, he might even listen to this. Hey, Aiden, give you a shout out. But I was speaking with him and his mother, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. And 
I had given them some Palo Santo sticks to kind of not just clear their space, but it, it really does help us get grounded and calm. And they've just made some major moves. And I said, this will really help just kind of calm all of you down and relax, make you more relaxed. And we noticed, we were talking about something else. And I said, oh my gosh, your Palo Santo sticks are now in the, in the form of a cross. And she hadn't even touched them. Like, it was weird. <laughs> so Jesus will show crosses. He will come through as music perhaps some music about him. Now that I've really stepped into my role with helping the Rainbow Crew, you know, these special kids that are here and the so many that are on the way, Jesus has come forward front and center like he is my guiding force. And I remember the song we used to sing in church growing up, Jesus Loves the Little Children, All the Children of the World, Red and Yellow, Black and White, They Are Precious in His Sight, Jesus Loves the Little Children of the World. And that song plays in my head from time to time, and I know it's him, and just I can feel the excitement of everything coming to fruition, what we're creating for these children. And and I just want to say, <laughs> I was just picturing his foot again the day that I saw it. Be open that that can happen for you, okay? It doesn't mean it's just, oh, that happened to Julia, and that's that's a special, I don't know, one-of-a-kind thing, because if you're open that it can happen for you, I never ever would have thought that would happen to me. I now see him moving about my house. I can see a white shadow and um, it moves, he moves briskly. <laughs> He's quick. Uh, and it will come through in reading sometimes for people that they've been noticing a white shadow in their house and they will, you know, validate that they have been and, I, and they don't know who it is. And a lot of times these people that I'm doing readings for, these uh, parents have children that are either well, well, they're in the Rainbow Crew somewhere, either Indigo, Crystal, or, or Rainbow Kids. And so I think it brings them a lot of relief just knowing that Jesus is watching over their little youngster. You know, I did a podcast called um, Fallen Angels. It was my first, about my first experience with a fallen angel. And when that happened, I remember sitting down, and, and please feel free to go, go find that episode, Fallen Angels. It's very interesting. I think it will help... Um, shed some new light on that whole subject. But I remember when I connected with that fallen angel that that was the first time ever I was kind of new into moving into my abilities and I didn't quite know what I was supposed to do with that. And when I sat down and asked God, what do I do with this? Show me the way. Let me see things through your eyes. How do I, you know, what do I do about this? He said, call my son. Nothing can resist the love of my son. And so prior to that, I had always called in Archangel Michael and his band of angels to come clear spaces. But from that moment forward, I started calling Jesus in. So when I clear homes or even my own, I call Jesus in and Archangel Michael. And that's my team. And they bring their, their team members with them. And that's what I teach people to do. You call in Jesus and Archangel Michael to clear your space. And you ask Jesus to go touch anything that might uh, you might be fearful of, or you might think, gosh, there's something in that room. It just feels creepy. Then ask Jesus to go in there and touch whatever might be in there, and they instantly want to go with him into the light back home. There are so many cases, or um, I don't know if you like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? 
um, testimonials, I guess. There's so many testimonials about people seeing Jesus and that when they did see him, you know, an apparition of Jesus, they've experienced miraculous healings as a result. Now, I know that I've had my own miraculous healing in many ways, but one of the biggest ways was from Lyme disease that I had for eight years, and I've been free for almost three years of any symptoms. And perhaps it was because I did see him on that walk that could be part of it. I really feel like he held my hand through my healing. I call on him daily. I call on him in my opening prayer when I'm doing readings, healing sessions, or anything, whatever I'm doing, my opening prayer, Jesus is always included. It's not uncommon for me to be conducting a group reading, whether it's online. I do group readings with people online, and I can see them like a group of five on the screen, and they can see me, or if they come to my home. It's nothing for me to call Jesus in to help someone in the group that, is, that needs some healing work done. And for him to work on them while we are continuing with the session. So people that do have these apparitions or they connect with Jesus in a deep way, they often report feeling very deep love and comfort when they know he's near. And again, I, I am praying right now to universe, allow everyone to have that experience and to feel that because my friend, it is amazing. It is the moment you realize, I have never been judged about anything. I have only been loved. That's all that universe has been sending me as love. So Jesus helps those of us that need healing, whether it's emotionally, physically, or spiritually. You can call on him to help you with that. He also helps those of us who are healers. Now, many of you listening to this podcast, we have done readings or sessions, and it has come through that your child is a healer. Now, some of the signs that come through in readings when a child is a healer is their hands turn red and warm. And so if you have a munchkin whose hands turn red and warm, I'm going to pose that they could possibly be here as a healer. Now, when I say healer, it doesn't mean they have to be a doctor or a nurse or They could be an energy worker or they could be, you know, a greeter, a greeter somewhere and just shake the hands of people or just send love to people as they walk into a facility. Like a healer is a healer. A healer walks into a room and people all of a sudden feel better. I, that's what people say about me. I mean, I'm not, that's not coming from me. I've heard it time and time again. There's something about you, Julia. Even people that I've worked with in groups or one-on-one, or even during my spiritual boot camp. They're like, I don't know what's happened. All these things started um, turning around, like miraculous things started happening. Just the other day, I was speaking to a woman uh, doing a reading over the phone, and she said, oh, my God. It was like during the reading. She goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it. A feather just dropped, like, in front of me. And then she went on to say that I think it was a couple days later, She reached out and said her six-year-old was very upset that mommy got a feather and she didn't. And when she was sitting there talking about how upset she was, this mother said, I could not believe it, Julia. Feathers fell in her lap from nowhere. Now, I've experienced things like that, so I understand that it's possible and that it's so freaking amazing when it happens. 
So I hope those of you out there that are wondering how would feathers come from nowhere, I would just say open your open up the gates of of your beliefs. Like open up the possibilities and say, surprise me, universe, surprise me. So Jesus is really, really coming forward in a strong way to help everyone, whoever it is that is asking for his help, who needs his help. And here's some, I wanted to talk about a few things that Jesus can help you with. Jesus can help you have a clearer communication with God. Jesus can help you with, he can give you divine guidance and direction. He, He has helped me just beyond my wildest dreams. In fact, I was just thinking, I just had a reading the other day myself with my mentor. It had been quite a while, and I just wanted some, I just wanted to see, you know, sometimes we get readings because we just want validation of what we either feel is coming or we know is coming or we're gearing up to start is actually coming. And absolutely everything that I have been dreaming of, she got and came and came up with. And she said, and during my reading, Jesus was standing right beside me. And she said, oh my God, Jesus is standing here with you. He's with, he's right beside you. I even saw him the other night in hot yoga I usually stand in front of the mirrors and I realized when I'm focusing in the mirrors and looking at myself, I'm really working on my poses and my balance and trying to get them better or whatever the word may be. And this class was our silent candlelit class and it was packed. It's always packed and it's amazingly fun. I mean, it is, it's fun. It's, it's such a, a cool vibe to be around all of those beautiful souls in that very close, t- tight room. You don't even, you don't even feel like claustrophobic. And I've, I was claustrophobic most of my life. But this day, I um, the other day, it was too, it, the front row was taken by the mirrors. So I stayed in the front, but I went over to the side where I would be in front of a doorway. It was a, like a door and a, and a wall. And during the meditation, you know, I, I couldn't focus on myself because there's no mirror. There's just a wall. But I saw Jesus. I saw Jesus standing in front of me, just smiling. I almost want to cry saying that. Chief Joseph, who is one of my guides, actually came through too, and I saw him standing there with a feather in his hair, standing straight up. But Jesus comes uh, in many different ways. I just happened to get to see him again. But it was different than when I saw his foot walking next to me. That was physical, tangible. I felt like I could I could reach out and touch and he would be there. In yoga the other day, it was um high, mm, kind of like not hologram, but you know, you could see I could see through him, but I knew he was there. So other ways that Jesus can help you is he can help you boost your faith. So if you need your faith meter turned up, Jesus, help me have more faith. Help me boost my faith. Help me believe that this can happen. Jesus can help you with forgiveness. He comes through in readings all the time. I'll say, Jesus just came in and he just said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because I can tell you, any unforgiveness that you're holding, if you're still holding on to anything, anger, resentment, something, towards someone else, 
It is only affecting you. It is not affecting them whatsoever energetically. It is making you sick. So ask Jesus if you need help forgiving someone who is difficult to forgive. Say, Jesus, please help me forgive this person. Help me forgive and move on. Help me forgive and let go. As I mentioned earlier, Jesus can help with emotionally, spiritually, physically healing. I needed a lot of healing in all those areas. And I guess, you know, my spiritual healing, I really needed him to clarify some things for me. Because, you know, growing up in, a, in religion, um, especially as a preacher's daughter, which I am, you grow up in a lot of judgment. So I needed some healing from that, even though I'm not sure I ever really bought it growing up. I kind of, it just didn't resonate with me. It didn't vibe with me. I even questioned my dad after one of his sermons when he was talking, and my dad was not like fire and brimstone. Oh no, he's beautiful, beautiful person. Was always preached about love and just, oh, is a saint in my book. But one sermon he did mention something about, I don't remember the details, but he said something, you know, about God being angry or I think he might have even brought up hell. I'm not sure. It was something about that. And I was like six years old. And I remember going up to my dad after the sermon and saying, Dad, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if God's like that. Like that doesn't, I don't think God's like that, Dad. And he said, you don't question the, you know, you don't question the Bible. And I said, well, I'm not. I'm questioning you. Now that's a six-year-old. I'm telling you, the kids know. The kids know. So I needed some help with that. I needed help with just, Forgiving all of the people that had judged me in those churches that we, we uh, belonged to. There were so many. And when you're the preacher's kid or the deacon's kid, <laughs> you and, you know, those higher-ups, whatever you want to call higher-ups, the people in, in the church, people are pointing fingers and saying things and talking as their own children are doing the same damn things. It's pretty, it's pretty sad. Jesus can help with manifesting, okay? He can help with you. He can help you manifest everything you've ever dreamed of. I know some people that connect with Jesus and resonate with the I'm here of service and so I'm grateful for everything I have and I don't need anything else. I can be grateful for what I have right here in front of me. That's perfect if that's for you. But I say to most people, be grateful, but expect a whole hell of a lot more. Because, again, if you're putting out to the universe, this is all I ever need, that's all you're ever going to need. That's cool. Jesus can help you to open your heart again to love. So if either you've been hurt or you feel like you have hurt others, Call on Jesus to help soften your heart, to open it up, to take the armor away from it. Because whether you're trying to keep the bad stuff from coming in or from you hurting someone else, you are keeping the good stuff out. I had to do a lot of work with Jesus and opening my heart from this lifetime, but also from several past lifetimes. People had been hurt who were connected to me. And so that just started the process of putting this armor around my heart. Jesus can help usher in more miracles, big or small. 
whatever it is that you need. You know, universe doesn't look at one miracle being bigger than another. We are the ones that put these, this value system on everything. Think about it. We are the ones that are setting the limits, making the rules, deciding how things should be or how difficult they should be or if I'm deserving enough or I have to do this to get this or I have to repent for this to get this or I need to make up for all of this stuff because God, Jesus, whoever is angry with me. One of my uh, boyfriend's daughters, the, um, the family likes to talk about how when she was little, she would actually, we have this big picture, picture of Jesus by the front door. And all of the kids that come to my house for either readings or when I have like, you know, kid gatherings at my house, they, um, they all say, I, that's my favorite picture of Jesus. And it is mine too. And I guess my boyfriend's daughter, when she was little, used to stand in front of that picture and just talk to him. Now, I just thought how precious that is because I'm sure she could hear him. You know, the children are still wide open. They're still connected. They don't have all the conditions and limits and rules that we have developed. I mean, they start developing at a very young age. You know, you can start developing these conditions and rules that as soon as you come into the world and start hearing everyone around you. But I love that for a time she was able to speak with Jesus. She doesn't remember it, but her family members do. So I have a deck of cards. It's Doreen Virtue's uh, Loving Words from Jesus. So I thought I would go ahead and shuffle and pull a card and see what Jesus has to say for us. Like, what is he, what's the message to us? What does he want to tell us? What is the message he wants to deliver? And I just pulled one card, but another one flew out. So we're going to read both. When a card flies out of your deck, you want to look at that. Okay, so the first card is Jesus with a sweet little boy next to him. Jesus has a white robe on with a red cloak. And he says, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. The second card is, My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. So whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. I want to make it very clear. Jesus is saying here, all you need to do is ask, and you shall receive. You don't have to do anything to receive. All you need to do is ask. And I am going to add that you need to ask and you need to believe. You need to believe that you are worthy. You need to believe that you have amazing things just waiting to come to you that already have your name on them. Believe it and you will see it. I'm sending massive love to you. I pray that you begin to get a closer connection with Jesus and that you feel the unconditional love that he has for you. 
it is so amazing when you begin working closely with him. I will talk to you soon. Namaste.